For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got another wonderful show with a very interesting guest on the phone today, and I will introduce her in just a moment. But first, of course, we have our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. And let's see what they have in store for us today. Ooh, quick shout out. Let's see. We're getting a bunch of people joining us on the Facebook live stream. Cole, Barbara, Joe, Sam. Thank you all for tuning in. Okay, let's get to the quotes. First, from the universe. By the way, the law of happy states that your happiest days ever still lie before you. Let me hear ya, woohoo, and pass it on. You're so good for me, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe, reminding us that happy, the happiest days still lie before us. And actually, you know, this quote for me, this is a really good quote. I really like this quote because I find this so true in my own life. That uh, today, this, this week, this month, this year, that things are better in my life than they have ever been before. And not that things were so bad or terrible or horrible, although I did go through some pretty rough times in my life in the past. But we just never know what to expect. And once we start to be open to what the universe can bring us... It is really amazing. And, and again, it, yes, it comes with doing some deep work. It comes with doing our personal work and walking on our personal path to really face uh, those things within ourselves that we don't always want to face. It's not always pleasant. But as long as we keep moving, as long as we keep going one step in front of the other, the best days are always before us. And, and I really do feel that way. And age has nothing to do with it. And I feel like even more awaits in the future. So, yes, the law of happy. Our happiest days ever still, still lie before us. Thank you, universe. All right. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Your action has nothing to do with your abundance. Hmm. Your abundance is a response to your vibration. Of course, your belief is part of your vibration. So if you believe that action is a part of what brings your abundance, then you've got to unravel that. Abraham. Okay. So this one, I think I may have had this one once before in the show. But this one is a really juicy quote from Abraham. Because so often we're, we get really stuck in like this Newtonian physics point of view of the universe of cause and effect that like if I put in this much effort, I'm going to have this much abundance from it. And what Abraham says is it ain't the case. That's not necessarily true. It may be true for a lot of people and it's true for a lot of people because they have this belief. And why do they have this belief? Because they've been told this since they were a wee little tot. Because ever since we were a tiny kid and society and our parents and schools and everybody has been drilling into us. Action, action, action. The more hard work you put in, the more successful you'll be, the more you'll have, the more abundant you'll be. And, you know, being human beings, we're relatively pliable. 
Like, we actually do believe what people tell us. And so the more we experience it and the more people put it on us and the more we see, okay, I got to work hard to get good grades and I got to do this and I got to do that, it becomes part of our belief system. And the interesting thing about our belief system is no matter what we believe, it's true because we believe it. And the only reason we believe it is because either we keep repeating it to ourselves or other people keep repeating it to us. So, but what Abraham is saying in this quote is actually the essence, the, the real key to bringing abundance or anything into our life is about our quote unquote vibration, our frequency, our energy, that intangible part of just how we feel. Do you feel like you are abundant? Do you feel you deserve abundance? Do you feel that there is abundance all around you? Do you see abundance in the world in every single day? The more you see it and feel it inside of you, the more this abundance pulls you in and there's just no other thing. Not only are you going to attract it, but these natural situations are going to show up that are going to bring you the abundance that you see, that you feel. But if you're not feeling it, if it's not in your energy system, if it's not in your belief system, or if it's in your belief system with all these qualifiers, then yeah, you're going to have to fulfill all those qualifiers to bring it into your, into your life. Oh, I have to find the right person in order to be abundant. Well, great. You're not going to be abundant then until you find that right person. Or I have to be a really good person. I have to do everything right. I have to be perfect. I can't litter. I can't do anything wrong. Then I'll be abundant. Great. If that's your belief system, then that will be true for you. You have to do all those things in order for you to be abundant. And if you believe I do not have to do anything other than feel the abundance that is inherently in my soul, in my being, in my body, and it will naturally come to me, I will naturally be drawn to it, I will naturally be put in abundant situations, then that is what will happen. But you really got to believe it. You see, here's the thing. You can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool the universe. And you may think you're fooling yourself, but actually you really do know the truth. So you're not even going to fool yourself. So if there are things within you that are keeping you from believing that, then those things are going to keep you from believing it. Those things are going to keep you from having it. Wow, getting lots of love on the Facebook live stream. Thank you all. Oh, God. Oh, I can't believe it. viewers from all over the place. Uh, uh, Donna, Jane, Bahar. Thank you, Bahar, for tuning in. GP, my dear friend. Richard, Dell, Linda. Wow, Linda, long time. I haven't seen you. So, I mean, these are great. Uh, Dennis, thank you, my friend. One of my loyal fans. Um, so, yeah. So... It's not really that action has nothing to do with abundance. Our belief around the relationship between action and abundance has everything to do with abundance. Our belief around the relationship between anything and abundance has to do with abundance. So if you have these beliefs, we need to unravel them, right? We need to look at them. We need to see, are they really true or not? And if they are true, why are they true? Sometimes things are true because we just have been told it and we tell ourselves it and we believe it so much so we see evidence. We're looking for the evidence and the evidence we find all around us. What are you looking for? Are you looking for the evidence that what you believe is true or are you looking for the evidence that what you wish was true, what in your heart of hearts you know is true, is actually true? Whatever we look for, we're going to find. If you look for evidence that it takes a lot of action to be abundant, you're going to find that. And if you look for evidence that it doesn't take a lot of action, you will find that too. I'm not saying we don't do anything. 
believe me, working on yourself is a lot of effort. A lot. And actually, in some ways, it's more difficult effort because you really have to be honest and true to yourself than just going building a widget. Building a widget is easy. Taking a real hard, deep look at yourself in the mirror and saying, what do I believe and why do I believe it? And is it really true? And what do I need to do to change that belief? (sighs) Talk about work. That's the great work, as it's called. The work on ourselves. So, unraveling it. Let's all examine what are our relationships to abundance. What are all those qualifiers? And just ask yourself, what do I need to do to unravel it? Maybe you need some time with your conscious consultant to help you unravel it. I'm really good at helping people to unravel those things. That's why they call me the conscious consultant. So feel free to reach out. Always happy to work with my peeps. I love you all. Thank you all. Two amazing, wonderful quotes from Mike Dooley in the Universe and from Abraham. I hope you enjoyed them. Ah, Thank you, Dennis. Aloha. Thank you, Cole. Yeah, I'm preaching it today. Feeling good. All right. Uh, You know, it's like, I have to be honest with you guys. This has been a pretty, I don't know. I don't want to say it was a rough week or a crappy week, but it's been one of those weeks of like everything getting on my last nerve and just doing the show, communicating, interacting with you guys. It, it, It just makes my heart sing. So thank you all for being out there. And especially thank you to my guest for being on the line, Sandra Mendelson. This is a cool bio. I have to read this for you. Have you ever looked at your furry friends and wondered, what are you thinking about? Sandra Mendelson opens the door to the breathtaking world of animal consciousness, wisdom, and what animals understand about life, us. With her new book and card deck, We Walk Beside You. And I'll just hold it up here for the Facebook live stream. I know it looks kind of reversed, but just, you know, look at it in a mirror. We Walk Beside You. Great little book and card deck. Communicating through the vehicle of telepathy, members of the animal kingdom step forward to reveal what they want humans to know. From blue whales to our beloved animal companions. Actually, I had someone just pick a blue whale yesterday when we were playing with the guards. They disclose witty and hilarious observations of human conduct and rectify our long-held misconceptions about their behavior. Sandra facilitates a deeper understanding between humans and non-humans evolved from her work as a certified polychromatic light therapist. Ooh, I think I know what that is because I think I have another friend, Sandra, who does that. Equine photopuncture. I don't know what that is. Therapist and health coach. She is a channel of animal consciousness and shares messages from the animal kingdom for the benefit of all humans. Um, Author of multiple articles on human and animal well-being, Sandra is a magna cum laude graduate of the University of Pennsylvania. See, this woman is no slouch. Magna cum laude. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Sandra. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for making me laugh. It's great to be here. Oh, of course. My pleasure. My pleasure. We got to laugh, right? You got to laugh. It just uh, that's how we make life so much more fun. Um so yeah, it was so funny. I like I had these cards here and I was like, I, you know, I took I, I've had been sitting here for a while cuz you know, the publisher sent them to me, but uh, I was like, oh, Sandra's coming on. I should like look over this stuff and I had them here. Um and I had a friend over here uh and and we were like playing with it and they and then we're shuffling through the deck and she pulled out the blue whale and I was like oh that's a really cool card (laughs) well you know this is years in the making where you know they first started coming through five years ago and it took me a full three years to realize I wasn't making it up Uh Um, but you know the the number one like disclaimer here is any person that does animal communication will let you know we all have the ability Mm-hmm. To utilize our six sensory capabilities, whether we are, you know, we feel things in our body, we close our right. eyes and see images we right. hear, right. or experiences that we hear uh, with the spirit ear, you know, or um, or just have that sense of instant knowing. There are so many methods by yes, which humans the, the, can receive. The four clairs, right? Clairaudient, clairsentient. Yeah. And, and to start 
anybody can start doing it. Right. It works. Right. <laughs> the, the, all the Claire's, right? Claire Audient, Claire Sentient, Claire yes. Voyant, and Claire Cognizant. I consider myself more of a Claire Cognizant. You know, like that's my dominant Claire because I, I just know things. I don't know how I know them. I just know things. And it comes out yeah. of my mouth and people are like, wow, how did you know that? All right, Sandra, <laughs> we need to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, I do want to ask you a little bit more about your background and how these came about. And then we'll, we'll get deep into We Walk Beside You, okay? Wonderful. All right, everybody, um, uh, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network. listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter of Tentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow, Follow Me Friday, Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking with Sandra Mendelson, author of the card deck and book, We Walk Beside You. Um, so, Sandra, before we get into the, the deck and the book, um, polychromatic light therapist. I, I have a friend. Her name's Michaela. I think she does the same thing. So if I recall properly, it's like a light where you have all these different filters of different colors and like you use the different color lights to work with somebody. Is that what that is? Well, I, you know what? There's a lot of different uses of light for mm -hmm. healing the mm -hmm. body or uh, enabling the body to heal itself, that is. Um, I use a, a slightly different tool. If you could imagine ah. neoprene pads with light diodes set in them, either red or infrared or blue. It's a mix. Ah, okay. And they go to different depths of the body, and you pulse them at frequencies <laughs> for oh. different tissues in the body. And, yeah, cool. it, really is, uh, it, it really is very exciting to watch what people can do to stimulate their own healing, and it, it, it's very empowering. Oh, wow. Neat, neat. Okay. All right. Um, so before I'm going to ask you about the equine photopuncture, but first I want to know, how did you get into all this, and I'm going to say it, woo-woo stuff? <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, um, I think, you know, you go through your life uh, not knowing if you're hitting a stepping stone or a landing pad. <laughs> and after 26 years in corporate, when I realized mm. I cared a lot more about the people I was talking with and working with than I did about the transactions, um, I went, I began doing health coaching because I had been studying uh, nutrition my whole life, just okay. my own. And so one thing begets another. You know, that mm -hmm. led me to lights and lasers and uh. the lights specifically led me to be able to work on both humans and animals. Ah, and the horses okay. were the one that just totally cracked my whole understanding wide open. Ah, uh, okay, so tell us yeah. about that. Yeah, well, um, so I was working on a horse about five years ago alone in the barn, and he had a foot injury, so I'm crawling around on the floor. And I hear this voice boom loudly in my head, this hay is crap. 
<laughs> Very glamorous, right? Great. Oh, <laughs> and, I love it. And yeah. I'm looking around, you know, and there's nobody there. And I look up and I notice he's slinging hay away with his nose trying to get underneath the bale. Five oh. minutes later, one of the horse moms came into the barn and announced that there, there was mold all over the hay. Oh, wow. Okay. To me, I didn't know this. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, the same horse uh, was ready to be ridden again. So they give him a little, typically they give them a little sedative so they don't overdo it. Mm -hmm. I go to give him a carrot. He won't touch it. And then I hear the voice again, get me out of here. And a nanosecond later, his trainer came around and overdosed him on sedative and his head almost hit the ground. Ooh, oh my God. So, you know, you start having these little experiences. And so I took a weekend of animal communication course and I didn't get everything right, but I got enough of those, I can't believe I got this, um, to, to start considering possibilities. I just didn't know what they were. Right. And over the next few years, um, people would have a problem with their horse and bring in every specialist known to man, and then I would hear the answer from the horse in my head. Oh, I wow. needed a lot of those proof situations as a skeptical left-brain human before I could truly embrace that, you know, no, you are not making this up. Um, because, you know, just two weeks after that, get me out of here, a horse down the road, um, he's really the one that just completely shifted my total understanding of Mm -hmm. how animals live, what they know, what their consciousness Mm -hmm. is about, how they manifest things and use their minds. I mean, it's way beyond what any of us has known. And, you know, he started out with, you know, when when the barn closes at 4 o'clock, we can be our true selves. We hear the birds speak, the plants speak, mm. everything speaks. And he went on from there, you know, wow. energy in my hands that he wow. sent to me. You know, it really took a while, and I was already an opening. Mm-hmm. Um, so people that listen to your show similarly, you know, will be very happy to hear that so much, I mean, the three topics you just mentioned earlier about age not mattering. Right now I'm working on the second book, and Animal After Animal. I mean, they're waking me up at 3 in the morning <laughs> with the most incredible insights wow. on what we call getting older. And uh-huh. to them it's just growing. Yeah. It is, it's so breathtaking. And the, you know, the addiction to action, when they say yeah. spend more time in conscious creation and not running from task to task, most of uh-huh. which are unimportant. You know, and, and the beliefs. You know, Lynx said to me, you know, you 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 can create the life you want, but you don't see it because you don't believe it. Mm. Right? So right. all the concepts wow. that we hear about from Abraham, from the universe, to hear these through animal consciousness is, I think, very comforting because, you know, you hear something from a lot of different sources that's <laughs> easy, unrelated, it's easier to believe it. Right. <laughs> so, so let me ask you a question. Before you heard that, that first horse talk to you in your head, Mm-hmm. Had you ever in your life before that, like when you were a little girl, or had you ever like had any kind of clairvoyant experience or clairaudient experience like that before? Zero. Wow. And and in there fact, was that's why I kept. I think it would have happened sooner. But you right. know, I would look at all these spiritual people, people that are traveling interdimensionally and leaving yeah. their bodies and hearing animals, and just say, "Wow, you know, wow. Uh, that'll never." You know, that's not me. I come from corporate. And, wow. And, so, and, and just real curious, what, did, what kind of work did you do in corporate? I came from originally the television business and then got oh. into, you know, marketing and corporate barter and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Know, all kinds of very left brain stuff. Okay. I was just curious. Just curious because yeah. I love to No, know no. People. It's because it's I would look at people that had those midlife career, major mm-hmm. career changes and go, wow, how did they do that? Uh, and it chooses you, you know. Um mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I, I like to you. bring some sentences Absolutely. together, but what the animals are sharing, you know, wowed me so much that I felt wow. like someone put this huge jewel in my hand, and how can you not share that? Yeah, yeah. So, do you remember who was like the first person you told about that? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff would come through, I'd write it down, go to sleep, wake up in the morning and look at it, and pick up the phone and go, Mom! <laughs> relax, it's not you. She said, you're funny, but you're not that funny, and you are smart, but you're not that wise. <laughs> and now, you know, my mother was, you know, she was a Broadway dancer, but, you know, was living very very much an analytical life, you know, raising her family, very grounded. So for my mom to, 
be in partnership with me in this, and we're, we're very close. But that oh, was so oh. validating because, you know, her, her famous line is, I'm your harshest critic, you know. Ah, okay. <laughs> and it wasn't about anything I created. Cool. She knew that it was coming through me, and it wasn't me. Wow, oh, that's amazing. Where were you living at the time? Where was this? I was in New York. Where oh, else? In New York. Wow. I was in Westchester County. Oh, wow. Awesome. Okay, cool. Oh, Dennis on the live stream says, not only can we communicate with animals, but elements such as water have intelligence and wisdom to share. Bingo. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Earth, air, water, and fire. They all have lessons for us, don't they? Wow, that's so cool. So this was five years ago. So you said it took a couple of years until you like really started to own it. Uh -huh. And so how did you, I mean, did, did you start working on the, the book right away? Or, or, or did you start working with it a different way? And then the idea of doing a book in the card deck came afterwards? How did it's it It's an excellent question. Because at first it was just the horses and I didn't think I could hear, you know, typical humans. Well, I, do, I could only right. hear horses. Right. <laughs> you know, so and first it was just face to face. I would sit down, uh, and I needed a. I still do. I use a pen and a pad because mm, otherwise I won't remember everything. Right. And and the pen just goes. And yeah. I mean, the words that come out just. I would. I wouldn't even use those words. They would uh, never come into my consciousness. But wow. the horses pushed me. You know. So first mm -hmm. it was face to face. Then it was a picture. Mm -hmm. You know. Then it was just. They said, "Okay, this is where your telepathic abilities really kick in. You can. You need to tap into anyone." from anywhere just ask permission i'm like i can't do that oh. so i sat down on the floor with a pad and the first three creatures that came through with a blue whale a oh. sacred cow in india and a water buffalo oh wow and when i saw what they had to say and that this is because i'm i don't really know even much about the way they live their lives at all um i said you better just start recording all of this because i don't know maybe 60 70 species came through um wow. and i let the animals drive the bus you know at first it was just like being downloaded they would just yeah. come through with their messages and then you know the horses pushed me again and said ask pointed questions oh. put them down on paper and the better okay. the the more specific the question the better the answers i get i have to remember that yeah. so i would ask friends you know what do you want to ask and so from from snails to uh you know to the blue whale and, mm. and lions and tigers and, and so much in between, mm. um, they corrected a lot of misconceptions that we have mm. about what they do. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, and what, yeah. Other than the fact that you discovered you had this ability, what surprised you the most about what you learned from communicating with them? Um, we humans living the life of the mind, mm -hmm. do not have a complete foundation. Animals mm. do use their minds, and they mm. also use both their five senses and mm. their sixth sense at the same time. Mm. So what shocked me the most is they know what's coming. They tune uh, into energy fields. Uh, they read scent and facial uh, mm -hmm. you know, so, in other words, uh, well, facial movements and body movements and, um, you know, they, so they, they use forethought mm -hmm. and also completely tuning in to someone across from them, if you will. Right, so right. they are not taken by surprise the way we are. Right, right. You know, when, and they know, they may not know the exact moment that they're going to transition, mm -hmm. but they always get the premonition. You know, they feel uh, their life force going. When, when animals are hunted for prey, mm -hmm. the, the predator chooses the one whose energy field is dropping. The life oh. force is dropping a little bit. Okay. They know, I mean, it's, it's and, and I think the most important thing I always want to remember to bring out is animals are unique souls just the way we are. So mm. there are ones that will communicate and step forward and just blow your mind. Mm. And then there are other ones that are, you know, at, let's just say, a different place on their path. My dog mm. said the same thing. Mm. Sometimes you see a dog that will just bark and bark, yeah. and nothing will stop it, and you just have to love them where they're at. Uh, you know, he said, gotcha. I asked him if dogs help each other energetically. He said, yes, some do. He said, watch the quiet ones. The noisy ones are still working through a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it was interesting. I remember there were a lot of stories when there was the tsunami in Indonesia that, like, 
before the tsunami hit, all the animals from like the circus like ran to the high ground, like yep. they knew it was coming. And and there's been lots and lots of stories of things like that happening. Well, they feel Mother Earth. They're so tuned in. Yeah. They're always animals are always. They feel the energy from Mother Earth, and they're always putting it back in. Mm. They're always sending, and we should do the same thing. You yeah, know? absolutely. Um, and that is one of the major messages from the animals. You know, when people always say, "Sandy, what is the, you know, what was the number one message?" If you had, can only give us one. Mm-hmm. And a horse said, "You know, every thought matters because it affects mm. matter." Mm. Ah. Using your mind, yeah. Yeah. And they've done all those studies of, you know, with diodes and in yes. the movie I Am. Yes. You know, how negative thoughts can freak out the bacteria in a dish of yogurt yeah. sitting next door. Exactly. I mean, using our minds every day to create what we want to have happen for ourselves and the world. Yeah, it's absolutely. really powerful. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Sandra, I need you to hold on for one more minute. We're going to take another break. And then when we come back... Um, let's talk about some of these messages from your, our little furry friends, okay? <laughs> Great. Awesome. So, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And again, anyone on the live stream, if you have any questions, just type it right into the comments field. Or if you want to call in, our call-in number is 877-480-4120. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. Hi, I am Dr. Tranquility of Dr. Tranquility PR, successfully meeting the media needs of the wellness community as an expert myself for major mainstream media, radio, TV, and print magazines. I now help you book interviews for broadcast radio, podcast, television, and uh, IPTV, as well as many, many magazines. Reach me, 212-920-1603. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Sandra Mendelson. I guess we should call you a uh, animal communicator now. Well, you know, there is a difference, at least in my mind, between channeling and communicating. Mm. Um, and there are a growing number of animal communicators popping up everywhere. Yeah. And, it, you know, so for me, channeling is really something that. Um, is not, it was not provoked by me. It mm. wasn't to solve a problem. Um, mm. They tend to be, um, you know, kind of like somebody would would bring through messages from the other side, um, from mm. spirit. Mm-hmm. It's it's that's how I experience the stuff coming through. Gotcha. Um, especially when they wake me up at three in the morning. Trust me, I am not <laughs> communicating. <laughs> I, am, I am receiving. Yes, um, yes. Whereas animal communication, you know, is most often uh, initiated by a human. It's usually problem-solving in orientation. You know, what's Mm -hmm. wrong with the pet? How will they be happier? Can I find them? Why are all these rats living in my house? Mm -hmm. Um, Stuff like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so um, before I talk, I want to get into the cards and and, and why you did a card deck. Um, Before I do that, uh, my engineer Rob wanted me to ask you, do animals have memory, and do they think about their memories? 
of course they have memory. Yeah. That's you know that is how you know you've seen all those stories. They they lost their dog. Right. He disappeared for ten years. Right. Um, yes, they do have memory, although they don't live in the past <laughs> the ah. way we do. They don't bring it up to beat themselves up. That's for sure. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Cool. But but the other thing um, about that is also when there has been a connection. In other words. People have said to me, you know, this dog, I know, I, he was my dog before as well. Mm. You know, how does that special animal that comes running out of the shelter just to you, how did they pick you? Mm. And so this may not be memory, but they say that all that you have ever loved remains a part of you and shines forward from your energy field. Mm. It is carried forward over time. And you could say it's like a bell calling us home or following the North Star. Oh, beautiful. So that is how animals do come back to us. The soul, you know, comes right. back and we get a chance to be together again. Right. And they the, find you by tapping into your energy field. I mean, there's uh, there's so much that they shared in the book that uh, they've told me, you know, if you can, tell people to read slowly. Because oh, okay. there are a lot of answers yeah, to our questions in there. Right. Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So so I, I, I want to get into the cards. One quick question. You make this a really quick answer. Do, do you have friends like come to you asking you to communicate with, since I know you said you're more of a channel, not an animal communicator, but do people ask you to like talk to their dead pet cat or, or to their live dog or something? Yes, and I, I do it um, for work selectively. Okay. If someone's got a behavior or a health issue, you know, I probably will refer them to... Uh, some amazing animal communicators okay. now, but Wonderful. I'm selective about it. Okay. Okay. So did, did, did the idea to write the book come first or do the card deck or, or at the same time? The book, I was writing the book and I noticed You're I was sticking post-its all over my apartment because I wanted to hold on to like ah. just these beautiful one-liners, especially from the horses. Mm -hmm. And then I said, dum-dum, make a card deck because humans ah. think in sound bites and we need a little reminder that we can just pull and stick on our computer for right. a day or a week. And then people started telling me they're using the cards as oracle cards, that they get oh, exactly the message that they need. Okay. But I didn't call them that. I wanted to leave it open-ended. Okay. Cool. Uh, how come 52? One for each week of the year? Yeah. <laughs> it's a standard deck, actually. Good, I had yeah. no idea what I was doing. Ah, okay. <laughs> it could have been longer. Um, right. But then, then we get into the whole talk discussion about p producing the cards, and I don't mm. want to bore people with that. Cause okay, no that problem. That was not groovy. So <laughs> some of the cards are just the name of the animal, camel, bear, uh, right. uh, crow. But then I noticed there's, a, first of all, there's a, a predominance of horses, and they all have names like Stormy, Schutze, uh, and others. Uh, uh, why is there a, a difference? Why do some have names, some don't have names? Because some I really know face-to-face, -face, uh, and those are real pictures that I took mm -hmm. oh, okay. from, being, from channeling incredible messages from these horses here in Florida. And uh, these are not horses that live an idyllic life because there are all these wonderful programs now where you can go and commune with horses that, mm -hmm. you know, do healings on you. I mean, they have them in Canada. No, these are regular horses that live a regular life. Uh, and that's okay. what was so breathtaking about it. So uh, um, I wanted people to know that, yes, there are real live animals that I've spoken with. And then there's, well, they're all real lives. But then mm -hmm. they come, there are others that come through as the voice of, you know, their kind. Oh, so more like arch archetypal Africa. in a way. More, mm -hmm. more archetypal in a way. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't be in Tanzania one minute and then in China talking to a panda another minute. Mm. You know, they, and they could come through. I did notice about something with the time thing. Like the kangaroo and the panda came through in the middle of the night. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> ah. I think it's lunchtime where they are. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So these just came to you all times of the day or night without any rhyme or reason? Um, yeah, yes and no. Um, oh, it's okay. not like it happened every day, mm -hmm. but I needed to see, I needed the reaffirmation from animals that I saw. So, mm. you know, the earlier chapters, when my dog, you know, I was with him for five months and I said, all right, you know, maybe he has something to say and maybe I can hear a dog. And in, in the local, in the squirrels in my neighborhood, I think really 
changed me because everyone mm. can connect with squirrels. They're so close to humans that they even take on names sometimes because they hear them in our heads. Uh. And, and they're around all of us. So I needed this constant reaffirmation, like, okay, I want to leave nuts for this one squirrel. Mm. And he told me, I heard, leave him by this little tree. And he didn't come until nighttime, but none of the other squirrels touched those nuts. Oh, the morning wow. crew was voracious typically. Never. And I tried it over and over again. I said, wow. Mm. You know, this is the kind of stuff like I needed to constantly be reassured that I was right. not making this up. Show me wow. some proof. You know, where the, the squirrel would say, you know, I'd be mentally talking to him about this beautiful place I walk with, a lake. He goes, don't tell me about the lake. I'm like, why not? And I Googled it because they usually drown. Squirrels don't have the oh. they, they don't have the endurance, and so if they hit a body of water, they're not going to make it very far. Oh, so Google was really good about validating <laughs> stuff. I heard. Wow, that's something. Wow. Um, yeah. Did you uh, actually uh, besides the squirrel experience? Did you have any other like really bizarre experience? You know, commu- uh, channeling with an animal where like uh, they they told you to do something or something happened and and like it totally worked out like that like you know because of um, this information you couldn't have known all of a sudden it's like wow oh thank god for that well the one that comes to mind first is uh, a horse that said we at the barn are all very sad and i said why it was the first thing he said to me our human mom is sick and she doesn't know it Ooh. where is she sick in her lady parts now oh. i did not ask permission uh-huh. So, you know, there's kind of like an unspoken credo amongst animal communicators who do it for a business. You know, you, yeah. you always need to ask permission to right. tune into an animal. But this, right. I didn't know. I just went to see this pretty horse. Right. I don't even know who the mother is. Fortunately, my girlfriend knows the woman very well. Uh-huh. She had introduced me to this horse. And she marched right back to her, and the woman went, hmm, my last two gyno exams were abnormal. Ooh. She said, get your butt back to the doctor. Your horse may have just saved your life. And all we know is that she is now fine. Wow. So that one really blew my mind because I didn't expect that in in the least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow, that's incredible. That's awesome. Okay, let's talk about... You you did mention that there's a preponderance of horses. I had to cut down the number of channelings from horses because (laughs) they are so profound. I mean, animals... This is what a tiger told me, that animals get their energy from diff- in different ways. Birds mm. are mercurial. Mm. They are the transmitters of information, and that's also how they, that others act on. And that's how they get their energy. Grounded animals, lions, tigers, elephants, get their energy from a cord going from the ground through the navel, and, you know, from the earth. I'm sorry, from, from the earth into the navel. Right. He said, and horses are ethereal and travel at night. And horses have told me from the very, very beginning how they leave their bodies to connect with all that is because their frequency mm. gets lower when it's in a body. Mm. Wow. So that's why horses figure so very, very much. They really do partner with us in our spiritual awakening. Wow. Yeah, you know, I, I, I have to say that I, I never really connected too much with horses until a couple of years ago. My wife and I went to this horse resort out in Nevada where they had the this area that they were saving like all these wild mustangs that like the farmers were trying to kill off and stuff and this woman created this preserve and we spent uh, four days there and spent like two three days on on the backs of mustangs and it was such a wonderful experience and it was so funny because my wife's on one horse and her horse is like running ahead of me like she always walks faster than me and runs ahead and my horse was like taking his time and kind of moseying along which is kind of like me and it was it was just a great experience but it was so like i really really connected and like got such appreciation for horses from that trip so you know, the, the programs really are popping animals. up like crazy yeah um whether it's for emotional uh, issues, physical issues, and now people yeah. are finally tuning into an experience I had where horses do energy work. They they will go up to the problem area. They know exactly oh. where the problem is. And, you know, there are all these studies about how their heart emits five times more energy waves than ours. Oh, really? You know? And, and oh, know my that. goodness, the energy coming from a horse's heart is massive, and it's always calm and loving, oh, you know, wow. very, very beautiful frequencies. So um, 
you know, whether it's emotional or energetic or biological, they affect us on every level. Wow. Good. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Uh, okay. We got to talk about the book, but we got to take a break first. And believe it or not, <laughs> this is our last break of the show. It's got, like so much to talk about. It's so fascinating. It's hard to get to everything. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, let, let, let's talk about the book. And then we'll finish up letting people know how to find the book and learn more about you. Okay, Sandra? Terrific. All right, wonderful. So everybody, oh, thank you, Lauren, uh, Ta, Franklin, Zena. Oh, thank you guys all for tuning in on the live stream. We're going to take this last commercial break, and we'll be right back with Sandra Mendelson, author of the card deck and the book, We Walk Beside You. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. <laughs> a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on the show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Sandra Mendelson, author of the book, We Walk Beside You, Animal Messages for an Awakening World, as well as the card deck, which is a really cool card deck. Um, okay, so Sandra, we talked about the card deck. Let's talk about the book. What's the difference? Okay. Um, well, the book is really where all the information is, and it unfolds. Um, mm. You know, the, the squirrels are very, very much in the here and now, and then throughout the book, you know, I asked questions. I had the animals first correct our misconceptions, and mm. um, they they spent a decent amount of time on that. But when I gave them the floor, you know, what do you want humans to know? With no agenda, mm. you know, get get my ego, get get me out of this. Mm-hmm. It was so breathtaking at how much they shared that is just designed to help us move through life uh. with more ease, more joy, and a deeper understanding. Whether they're talking about love or what we call death, um, the situation that Earth is in right now, yeah. heeding the wisdom signals from your own body, mm. going with the flow of life and not trying to control it like we humans do. Yeah. Um, I imagine they're pretty concerned about what we're doing to the environment. Well, you know what? The one thing you need to know about the book is it comes from a very positive place. Ah, okay. Because the animals know that, what, hello, what you focus on will grow. Mm. People said, how come, you know, you don't have animals that are in torture chambers and, you know, factory farms? I did connect with some. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're connecting with spirit all the time. Mm-hmm. Imagine have, living in a concentration camp and just saying, yeah. you know, my whole life is for the purpose of my soul growth and for the next step. I mean, so... You create more positive change coming from a high place. Yeah, the animals say. Right. What was than the from beating everybody's nose into all the damage that humans have created thus far? There are enough people out there doing that. Yeah, absolutely. There are many people out there fighting the good fight, right. but we also need to know what we can do with our minds. Right. What was the smallest animal you communicated with? Um. In the book, I think the insects all came through at once, but a oh. snail came through 
individually. And, okay. and that was the most beautiful message, which is, mm. you know, size has nothing to do with consciousness. Mm. There's no less consciousness in a flea than there is in a whale or a human. Oh, wow. That their world is is different th- than ours in form only. You know, like the... It, it's... Whoa. Wow. <laughs> okay, so we went from a snail to a whale. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty big range. <laughs> were there any animals that were not that pleasant to communicate with? <laughs> You know, again, back to the soul principles, the ones that really came forward for this book, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're way ahead of me. They mm-hmm. they decided to write this book. Uh. So they came from, you know, the more evolved ones and the bolder ones stepped forward. Gotcha. But I, then I decided, hello, typical human, I'm going to connect with chimpanzees, look at Jane Goodall, her whole life. Right. And I was... My first impression was, oh, boy, am I disappointed. This guy sounds just like a bitter 90-year-old man. Wow. And, yeah, it was it was very interesting. And uh, I don't want to give away what happens in the book, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like blah, blah, blah. But then several months later, chimpanzees came through again, and they said, you know, we almost gave up on you humans, but there had been such positive changes, and they know what's they said, this we, we say because we know what's going on way beyond the jungle. Mm. Great rescue efforts going on, especially in Asia. I had no mm. idea what they were talking about. And four months later, I see all this stuff about Disney Asia, Animals Asia. You know, China is saving hundreds of thousands of acres um, to protect endangered species, and oh, it goes wow. on from there. So um, oh, wow. that was probably the only... Like it sounded like a human, yeah, <laughs> and when gotcha. they come through now, they still sound like us. I mean, I, as wonderful as they are, I'm more inspired <laughs> by <Yeah>. other animals. <laughs> so, so did you get any personal advice from any of these animals? Oh boy! <laughs> Oops, I shouldn't have opened that can of worms. <laughs> no, no. First of all, everything in the book pertains to all of us. So, okay. of course, I need to learn these lessons very, very much. Yeah. Um, and they're not just you know, it's not didactic or anything. Mm-hmm. That would not be fun. Um, yes, I have a whole folder of messages just for me. Um, you know, what blocks me? You know, it doesn't matter who believes. You know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. you got to really, you got to be it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just think about why animal perspective is so powerful, I, I can come up with ten reasons, but just name one. Think about this. They don't identify with their bodies. They spend their entire lives never even looking in a mirror. So think about using your heart and being directed towards other, you know, whether you're outer directed or inner directed, it's not about the shell and the judgment that goes with that. That's just one tiny concept right there. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Mind blown. Okay. Um, Cool. Cool. So um, what is it that you hope people will gain from reading the book and and using the card deck? Well, um, I'm glad you said that because as I, with the exception of maybe one or two, you know, as I go in every now and then I look at, I read the uh, reviews on Amazon and I just cry. I mean, some Mm. people have written me letters from all over the world about how their own, everything from their own connections with animals have been validated. You know, I thought I felt this, I heard this, to I'll never look at animals the same way again, um, to, you know, it's, it's supposed to be an inclusive thing. It's not my show. This is the animals trying to share all of their wisdom with humanity. And so um, I really... I leave it up to the individual reader. You know, Mm. you're going to get from it whatever feels right. You don't put it down if it doesn't feel right. So I don't Mm. have an agenda other than I am so humbled and honored that the animals have shared this. Mm. And I'm I'm so inspired by it. Um, I'm not that unusual that I'm going to be the only one in the whole world that feels that way. so uh, before we uh, I have a couple more questions for you, but let's just let people know uh, where can they find the the book and the card deck? Where, sure, where the is book it and the different? cards are both on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, just pull up We Walk Beside You. Okay. And um, there's also I also posted a lot. I've been blogging since uh, the fall of 2016, so there's oh. a lot of channelings that people can just go and check out to see if this is their kind of thing. Okay. Um, at my website, which is just s mendelson m e n d e l s o n dot com. Okay. 
Wonderful. Uh, and yeah. yeah, so if people want to get in touch with you, they can get in touch with you through the website and everything? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Cool. Wonderful. Yeah. So, and we'll post when we post the uh, MP3 for the podcast, we'll post the link with it as well, and I'll get it into the live stream. Um, what's next for Sandra Mendelson? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, the next two books are being written every day um, as the animals come through. It started out, the second book started out as a book for children because my dog is so passionate about kids using these skills to connect Uh, with them and and have that inner knowing that they know this stuff not from a teacher or a parent you know to get them when they're they're still young and so it started out as a book for kids but then the animals kept coming through with things about kids and then about moms you know directed to moms and then i asked them about growing older and that's what's been coming through. So the second book is going to be called We Walk Beside You, You Are All Children. That comes from a horse named Honeybee. Oh. And then the the third book is The Deeper Realms, which is everything from praying and intergalactic work that whales and horses and elephants do. And, you know, there are some people that are connecting with them already. But I'm walking myself through this as I can digest it, you know. Right, right, gotcha. Um, I'm growing, I'm, you know, grow along with the animals kind of thing. So right, um, right. there you go. And, and awesome. everything is fluid because books are not the only way to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, the I'm card deck as an example. I'm on Instagram and right. Facebook, but mm-hmm. I'm still open to other ways of sharing this information with people. Right, right. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, do you do just out of curiosity? Do you do like private sessions for people, or not I do. really? Um, oh, you do. I, I, I pick out the ones that I know I can bring something meaningful to, and mm-hmm. otherwise I will refer to some really, really gifted animal communicators. Oh, okay. But I really specialize in getting soul messages from pets to their people, whether they're uh, on the other side or they're in form. You know, the animals talk about everything from past lives and what they're here for and mm. what their lessons are and what they, you know, that kind of stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you have any pets yourself? I do. Mr. T is Chapter 4. Oh, Mr. <laughs> T is your dog. Okay. Yes, Mr. T is, is sitting right at my feet. Every time I have an interview, he knows it's going to happen and he gets <laughs> under the desk so he can give me good vibes. Do, do, is, is he like a big talker? Do you have to tell him to shut up, or or he's pretty? Oh cool? no! You, you know what? <laughs> I honestly, animals say what they, what needs to be said. They don't. Um, broad brush stroke here. They don't have diarrhea of the mouth. All right, all right. Okay, great. Well, Sandra, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to come on the show. It's been very uh, educational and inspirational uh, having you on the show. Well, this has been so much fun. I thank you. Your energy is just like, wait till you read the hippo. That's who I think of when I talk to you because I'm oh, really? just smiling. Oh, yeah, the hippo's a blast. <laughs> okay, great. I'll de- I'm definitely going to have to look at that later today. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. And, and remember, if you're ever up in New York City, you've got to look me up. We've got to get together. I will because uh, I want to come home and visit friends. So yeah. that would be awesome. Excellent. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, our listeners, on both the Facebook live stream on the video and to on talkradio.nyc. And stay tuned, because coming up, you get two of me today. We have a special broadcast, because I have a very, very special person who happened to be in town. And so we got him in studio today, a returning, very, very special returning guest. And we're going to start that up in just a minute. I'm going to end this Facebook live stream, and we're going to start a new one. So please stay tuned. We'll be back in three minutes. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, this is Bruce Chamoff, host of the Web Design and Technology Coach. Join me and my guests every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. as we discuss the latest in web design, social media marketing, search engine optimization, and technology. We also discuss popular topics including WordPress, making money online, better Google rankings, and more. Every month, we also feature the best unsigned music from around the world right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? 
I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on this show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.